Welcome to Counting Stem Cells, a new era of medicine featuring Dr. James L. Shirley, Director of Asymmetrics, Technologies for Stem Cell Medicine. I'm Jordan Rich. Let's start with a basic question. When we talk about stem cell medicine, what are we talking about? Uh, so we're still talking about medicine. We're still talking about uh, treating diseases, treating disorders, injuries, all of those things that medicine does. The difference is the agent that we're using. So I think most people are used to the idea of drugs. Um, you know, there are molecules that you take, you know, things like mm -hmm. aspirin. That's sort of the traditional medicine. We've heard about stem cells for 20 years, and we know that there are some incredible results with stem cells. What are we talking about? What are they to begin with? Yeah, so stem, so we're talking about cells. So just to define that, everybody has a good understanding of what we mean by that. If you were to take a microscope and look very, very close at any part of your body, uh, what you would see are these sort of spherical particles. They're the living material that we're made up of. So we are made up of trillions of cells. And those cells do all the functions in our bodies. And a very special type of cell is the stem cell. And what the stem cell is responsible for, basically making all the other cells. So when you look at me, for instance, we're looking at each other right now, what you can't see is that your tissues are constantly changing. Now, a good example of that is the hair on our heads or on our arms. If you look at the hair, looks like a fiber material. Mm -hmm. But if you look in the hair follicle with a microscope, you'll see that there are these spherical bodies that are dividing, they're multiplying, and turning into that hair shaft. And some of those cells are the stem cells. And so the, the main thing to take away about stem cells is that they are the cells in our bodies that know how to make us. They know how to make our liver, they know how to make our skin, and they divide and produce cells that turn into the various things that we see. So we're constantly turning over, and it's because we are cellular by nature. And this is throughout our body? Throughout our body. Any tissue you look at, including things like bone, even bone is derivative from cells producing those materials. So let's talk about how stem cells morphed into a, a way to treat disease and become stem cell medicine. How does that happen over the last several years? The way to think about stem cell medicine is that stem cells can do at least two things. One, we know very well they can do. They can replace tissues. Mm -hmm. So one of the best examples of a stem cell medicine, a stem cell treatment that we've had for almost, you know, maybe 40, 50 years is something people are, are familiar with is bone marrow transplantation, right? So if you go into the hospital and you get treated for cancer and you get high chemotherapy, what happens is your bone marrow, which makes the blood in your body, gets destroyed. So you need a new mm -hmm. source of it. Right. And one way to get a new source is to get some bone marrow stem cells from another person and have those put into your body. And if they match appropriately, so you have good matching, those cells can make a new bone marrow for you. All right, so that's a replacement therapy. So stem cells can be used to replace tissues that are diseased, that are damaged, that have been destroyed. And are we seeing every year or two more uses for stem cell medicine? I would imagine we are. We are, and so the other thing that stem cells are being studied for is that in addition to being able to produce other types of tissue cells, to produce you know, bone marrow, blood cells, to produce uh, liver cells, that type of reproduction, they also have this ability to produce substances. We call them, sometimes we call them cytokines or growth factors that can make other parts of the body, other cells in the body, 
do better. So if you have cells that have been injured, for instance, there's a lot of work being done looking at whether stem cells can help to solve problems like osteoarthritis. So you have an osteoarthritic knee or elbow, and there's pain there, there's injury there. There's a thinking that some stem cells can produce substances that can make that injury or that degeneration better. Mm. And so those are the two applications for stem cells. As most of us know, there have been ethical questions related to the use of embryonic versus adult stem cells, uh, certainly in the early part of the 2000s. There are other controversies surrounding stem cells. Tell us where we stand now. Yeah, so the earlier one you referred to, and it was about 2000, 2001, was a big debate over the use of a specific type of stem cell. So, you know, they're, they're, we've been, I've been telling you about stem cells in the mature body. They are called, sometimes they're called adult tissue stem cells. Sometimes they're called tissue stem cells. They're immature people. That means that when you take them to give them to someone else, you can ask the donor for consent. You can inform the donor. Embryonic stem cells are another type of stem cell. Embryonic stem cells come from human embryos. And in order to produce embryonic stem cells, embryos have to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. You have to break the embryo open, take out a special kind of cell, convert it into what are called embryonic stem cells. And that has raised some important, troubling issues around human life. There are those who believe that an embryo is just as valid a human being as you and I. That means that when you make embryonic stem cells, you destroy a person. And that was and continues to be a, an area of great debate um, in, in this space. Um, so two types of stem cells, the embryonic-derived ones are ones which have been presented with moral and ethical issues. And then adult tissue stem cells are the ones that actually have been used uh, for actual medical treatments and are a big area of development. So that's where we are with, with that now. Now, there's also a controversy regarding FDA approval versus private clinic treatments. Yeah. So that, that's the most active area of debate hmm. right now. It boils down to this. We know some types of stem cells and stem cell therapies that are effective. They've been proven by scientific analyses. Mm-hmm. Um, I hesitate here because um, these things like bone marrow transplant didn't actually go to classical clinical trials. They were learned by medical practice. Right. So in the very early days before we had many of the regulations that we have now by the FDA, physicians um, using scientific approaches evaluated whether or not you could do things like bone marrow transplant. In the early days, it didn't work that well, but it's gotten much better. So here we are now, 30, 40 years later, and we have very well-defined regulatory uh, requirements by the FDA. And there are physicians who are now looking at other types of stem cells for other types of therapies in much of the way that bone marrow transplants started out many, many years ago. But those are now not legal approaches. That's to say they are in violation of FDA Mm. practice and regulations. And so there is a lot of controversy now over these private stem cell clinics that are delivering these types of therapies because they are said to be unproven, which means they have not gone through the standard FDA-regulated clinical trials. And that means that it's possible for patients to be paying monies for treatments that aren't actually providing any benefit. And that's a big concern. Well, that's where this podcast series is going to take us into an investigation on the counting of stem cells, how that's done, and how asymmetrics can help. But before we get there, 
has this been what's holding stem cell medicine back? So I think there are two things holding stem cell medicine back. One of them we're going to talk about is stem cell counting. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't matter if you're talking about FDA-authorized clinical trials or unproven treatments that are taking place in doctors' offices around the country. In both cases, not knowing how many stem cells are being delivered or not knowing even if stem cells are being delivered is a problem in the field. And it means it's difficult to interpret whether or not those treatments are doing anything. That can be either in an FDA-approved clinical trial or it can be in a private physician's Mm. office. That sounds antithetical to think that you don't know dosage when you're in this field. It is quite a conundrum (laughs) that we find ourselves in a situation. Look, we we know as uh, physician scientists and uh, as doctors— Um, that dose is really important in medicine. It is an important medical principle. It doesn't matter whether you're treating someone with an approved therapy. You know, everybody out there who's listening to this, who's getting a prescription fill from their physician, if they look on the bottle, if they look on the tube, it tells them how much drug is there. Right. When you do drug development with new drug candidates, you need to know how much you gave to this patient versus that patient to evaluate the outcome. But in stem cell medicine currently, whether it's approved or experimental or unapproved, no one knows dose. No one's using dose. And that doesn't mean you can't still do treatment. Clearly people are. But it means you can't advance your understanding of the medicine. Mm. That is a deficiency for everybody, for patients, for physicians. Um, And that's something that we're really interested in trying to change, to bring about a way to make stem cell medicine quantitative, like non-stem cell medicine. Well, in upcoming podcasts, we will have solutions and answers that have been well-developed. But in our next episode, we'll focus more on the stem cell counting problem and how it needs to be addressed. It's very, very important. James, thank you so much. Thank you, Jordan. You've been listening to Counting Stem Cells, A New Era of Medicine, a series of informative podcasts produced by Asymmetrics, technologies for stem cell medicine. To learn more, please visit asymmetrics.com. That's A-S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-E-X.com.